Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey with Dr. Donna, where we discuss topics related to women's health, beauty, and wellness. I am your host, Dr. Donna, and our topic for today is, basically, I'll be introducing me. Who is Donna and what drives me? So I am a mother. I was born in Jamaica. I moved to the United States at the age of 22 years old, and hence my journey here in America begins. I am married to an amazing man. This is my second marriage, of course. I am divorced. Uh, Biologically, I gave birth to one child, but between my husband and I, we have four children together. My journey starts, I believe in life, everything is a journey, and hence the topic of this podcast, journey. And my journey started way back when in Jamaica when I was born. So to go back a little further and talk about my life, I was born to a single mother. Uh, I am the third of six children. I do not know who my father is. I've never met the man, and he has never met me. I was raised by my grandparents. And I always said I was raised by my grandmother, but reflecting over my life, my grandfather was always present. He was there. He was a man of few words. He didn't have much to say, but he was very stern, and I guess we avoided talking to him. I had compassion for him at one point in my life, which led me to nursing because he developed cancer. He had bone cancer. He smoked all his life and he developed bone cancer. And I had to visit him in the, uh, the hospital. So while visiting him, I recognized him to be a person. You know, he wasn't just a stern figure standing over us that's about to whip us every time we disobey or did not do what we were told to do as children. Of course, mostly it was my brother and cousins that disobeyed, but I always tagged along um, growing up, I was a good kid. I read a lot and I discovered the outside world through my reading. But my grandfather, I recognize, and I just thinking back about him, he was stern, but I, my heart opened up to him when I visited him in the hospital and brought him breakfast and he died. You know, he had some tests to run and ultimately I was told that he died. And I was just asking my husband if I ever told him this, but I recognize I never told my husband this, but I never went to my grandfather's funeral, or I should say I did not go to his funeral. And the reason for that is not because I did not want to go, but as a child growing up, we were poor. And yes, we've heard the story where everyone said that they were poor and they didn't have much growing up. But in this case, we were poor. I did not attend my grandfather's funeral because I was told I did not have any shoes to wear. And I'm sure I could have worn whatever clothes I had, but I I did not have proper shoes to wear to his funeral. And so I was left at home. I never got an opportunity to say goodbye to him. But of course, that is the only father figure I can ever imagine in my life growing up because he was present. Not in a loving way, not one that puts you on his lap and read to you, not one that puts you to bed at night, but he was present. He was in the household. And we appreciate him for who he was and for what 
the role that he, he played. Him and my grandmother stayed married for many, many years. I don't think it was a happy marriage. They, they coexisted together. He, she had her life. She was always going to church and church events and getting up early and praying, and he had his life. They did not coincide, but she took care of him, and he was present, and he worked, and he paid the bills. Anyway, that is not about me, but it's a part of my story. So please bear with me. Growing up, I graduated high school. I'm the first of my mother's six children to graduate high school. My youngest sister, who's child number six, also graduated high school. But I'm the only one who has gone through and graduated college and had an advanced degree. So speaking about that, I am a nurse. I am a nurse practitioner. I am an advanced practice nurse practitioner. I earned a doctorate in nursing. I graduated December of 2021, and uh, hence my title, Dr. Donna. What else about me? There's so much facet to me. During my first marriage, I got married young. I was 21 when we had our first child, so I got married at 21. And right before, at 22, we had our first child. Uh, It wasn't the best relationship because there were infidelity involved on my ex-husband's part. Uh, But I tagged along and I wanted to be in that relationship and I wanted to be pleasing to him and I wanted to feel loved by him. And so we stayed in that relationship on and off for 15 years. Of course, it did not work out. I don't believe he's a bad person. I actually think as a friend, he's a good person. But as a husband, he's not a good person. He was not a good husband to me because he was not meant for me. He was not meant to be my husband. And that is okay. We are friends now. We can talk on the phone and there is no animosity between us. But moving on from that, uh, I moved to America and I lived in New Jersey for a while, for about five years. And during my time in, in New Jersey, I am the survivor of domestic abuse. I am the survivor of homelessness times two, or I could say almost homelessness because God had compassion on me. And a good friend of mine who I met uh, when I was going to school actually allowed me to stay in her basement. So I'm forever grateful for her for that. Um, And I give thanks because I was not out on the street. But... And this happened when I was going through my divorce. So in New Jersey, I was almost homeless because I had to call the women's shelter one time, one night, trying to escape my abusive situation. And the only reason why I did not go to the women's shelter is because I had my daughter with me. And I thought, what would I do when I wake up in the morning and they tell me I have to go? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do with my daughter? How am I going to take care of her? And as a result of that, I stayed in that situation until I could get out. But I started planning my exit. So thanks be to God, I was able to get out of that situation alive and well. And that is why I am an advocate for women, women of domestic abuse, women who have been homeless as a result of one, either domestic abuse or two, through divorce. They've lost everything and now they have nowhere to stay. That is my passion. That is my goal. My passion, my goal is to be a service and to serve and to give back to women that are in need. And so 
uh, I went to nursing school while I was here in Georgia. I moved to Georgia and I went to nursing school. I did not have family here. My ex-husband was here and I moved to Georgia to be with him. However, during my time here, my tenure here, I worked at the bank and I worked in banking in customer service for 15 years. So that was my job. I enjoy taking care of um, the customers and attending to their financial needs. But during the recession in 2009, I made a decision to go back to school because I wanted to be a nurse and I've always wanted to be a nurse. It, I just could not attend nursing school while being a single mom. I tried, but it did not work out. I had to drop out of school. And so I went back to nursing school in 2009 and I became a nurse. And after that, I went back to school. I got my master's degree in nursing, hence me being a nurse practitioner. And once that was completed, I took a year off and I went back and I got my doctorate in nursing. And my story continues. There's so much more to me that I, I, I don't even talk about or I don't even think to talk about. But that is me. My next move from here is to start um, to write my book. I will be sharing my story to write my book so that I can make a difference to somebody else. That somebody through my story and through my, the discovery of, of my survival, that somebody else will be motivated, that somebody else will feel compelled to move out of their situation, their bad situation, whether it's uh, a situation where they're complacent in because they feel like I cannot do better, I have to stay in this, or a situation where they just don't know how to go about making that move. Our goal and our passion as people is to help somebody along the way. I always say we lift as we climb. And as we climb through this life, it is our goal. It is my goal, of course, to lift and carry somebody else with me. So my passion, my goal, my desire is to be of service. I serve through my work because I take care of people in the hospital People who are sick, people who are in need of hope, people who are stressed out, depressed, uh, coming with anxiety because of their different situation and they're not able to cope. They do not have the proper coping mechanisms that will help them to get through that journey. And so my, what I do in my practice, I hold their hands and I talk to them and I encourage them. And I let them know that, you know, despite what you're going through, it could be worse. Despite how gloomy things may seem, you are still here. You are alive. And as long as you're alive, you have hope. So for anyone who might be listening today, yes, I started out to talk about me. Me, 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 and so much more about me. But it's not just about me. It's about all of us, whether we're men or women. We all have a story. We have all of issues that we may have endured in the past we have issues that we are currently enduring, and we all need hope. We all need to know that it can be better. It can get better. It will get better. All we have to do is persevere. All we have to do is continue and never to give up. Do not give up on your goals. Do not give up on your hopes. Do not give up on your dreams. Because without life, without hope, what is life? And there are so many things that we can do to keep that fire of hope burning. For me, I read because I learn so much by reading. I read a lot. I like to read as I'm driving, 
in my car to work, I listen to um, to my ebooks because sometimes I just don't have the time to sit down and read a physical book. I can read while I'm cleaning up the house. I can read while I'm um, getting ready for bed or not read per se, but listen to my books. And I learn that way. I learn through other stories and I learn through my own experiences. And the experiences that we have been through in this life have shaped us. It has shaped me to be who I am today. Uh, it has shaped me to be compassionate. It has shaped me to be kind. It has shaped me to think the best of people. And I understand that not everyone are good. Not every, not every person you come across have good intentions. And so we have to be wise and we have to be careful. But we should all try to see the good in another person without judgment, you know, and try to help people along the way as we go along our journey. Uh, it is something I say a lot, and you might think I'm repeating myself, but it's what I'm passionate about. We should help one another along the way, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through an encouraging words, uh, word or words, whether it's through just sharing something with them and say, hey, I was thinking about you today. How are you doing? We, it is our responsibility as other human beings to help somebody else. And we do not know whose life we may save just by giving a helping hand, just by offering a smile, just by saying hello. And I know I've said that before. It is okay. We will, this is the work that we do and this is what we will continue to do. We will continue to strive to help somebody along the way, even through a simple smile. When you're in the grocery store and the line is too long, how do you, do you get frustrated and upset at the cashier who's struggling to pack the bags while also checking you out? Or do you, when they greet you, you get to them and they said, hello, how was your day? You said, hi, how was your day? Or how is your day going? And you converse with them and help them to feel better about their job, which may or may not be a lousy job. But to you, it's, it's you know, you get frustrated or I get frustrated because I'm standing here so long and I'm not being attended to. But let's plan, let's, let's work to put a smile on somebody's face. And as I leave you today, I just wanted to encourage you again as I introduce myself to you. This is a, a snippet of my story. There is so much more to me. I haven't even begun to talk about my grandmother who have left this world and who I love with my whole heart because she has taught me the value of Christ. She taught me how to recognize, how to know Christ and how to pray during good times and bad times. And that has gotten me through so many difficult challenges in my life. And that is the hope that I hold on to every day. Through Christ, I can do all things because I know that God is with me and God is with you and God is with all of us. And we are nothing by ourselves. We are his children. And so I pray today that you will hold on to whatever hope that you have or whatever hope that you find. Or even through listening to this podcast, you will realize that there is so much to live for. There's so much hope in this world, despite everything that's happening around us. Every day you turn on the news, you are seeing violence and gun violence and you're seeing, you're hearing about this recession that is looming over us and you're working a job that may or may not be paying you what you deserve or what you're worth. And you're frustrated with life. Relationships may be good or it may be bad, but in every situation you find yourself, just know that you have hope and there is peace and there is joy. So hold on to that, cling to that, never give up.
when you see your situation and you feel like my situation is so bad and people just don't understand, understand that other people who you may look up to have been through bad situations as well, or even going through bad situations that we may not even know about. And just know that it could be worse and there's always a better way. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. This is my thought for today. This is my topic for today. This is um, what I wanted to share with you. And I just want to thank you for the privilege of your time. As I say goodbye for now, I look forward to sharing more news and more stories with you on this platform. You have a blessed day. Stay safe. Take care now.